Department of Promethean Science, stealing fire from the gods to make a better life for you and me. It is Sunday, April 15th, 2012. Tax day uh, for those of us in the United States. So uh, hopefully you've taken care of all of that business. Um, I've just walked right back in the door from spending a wonderful long weekend in North Carolina at the 6th Annual I3 Festival. Um, getting a chance to hang out with just some of my best friends and play shows and see friends I haven't seen in a long time and North Carolina folks that I dearly love and then um, some folks that are no longer in Chicago but got a chance to come down. Really great to see Kyle and the OSU crew and, and just get to hang out and, and just, you know, be in this sort of utopian environment um, weather-wise and then also people-wise for a few days. Just really kind of rejuvenating to the soul, not rejuvenating to the voice. So if I uh, crack and pop and wheeze just a little bit, it's because uh, I used it all up in the pursuit of true fraternal love. Um, yeah, that's uh, I think that's about the size of it. Uh, and really, thanks uh, so much to the folks down there that are listening to this. So uh, thank you, Travis and Chuck. Um, it was really nice to hear that you're listening to the podcast, and uh, I will endeavor to not make it be a complete waste of your time. Um, if you have a uh, suggestion um, in the future for us to use, um, please uh, drop it uh, in email to prometheanscience at gmail.com. That's P-R-O-M-E-T-H-E-A-N science at gmail.com. Um, if you've got any other correspondence, just uh, shoot me an email at that same address with anything else in the subject line, and I will read it as immediately as possible. Unfortunately, uh, despite my best intentions, I didn't really get a chance to record with anybody in North Carolina, so uh, I'm going to have to just look forward to that maybe the next time I visit. But I really would like to get some of those improvisers on um, just because they're, uh, well, they're important to me. And I think it will be really interesting for our ongoing conversation here. Uh, this week, I have Patrick Earls, who has also been a, a really great supporter of uh, the podcast. I've had a chance to talk to him a few times about it. And he's uh, he's he's really given me some great feedback. And, and I was really excited to have him on. Um, he's a, a really... A, 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 you know, like a, a gym rat, true believer, one of these guys that you see at shows over and over and over. And then uh, getting a chance to see him play is really a lot of fun, too. Um, I, he was uh, he was coached by by uh, Louie for a little while on, on a Herald team um, recently. And, you know, it's, uh, it's I just love sort of the, the familial pedigree that happens with us as we start working together and just, you know, filling out our community. So, um it, it was great to have Patrick on it, and uh, hopefully you will enjoy what we have wrought together. Oh, um, and my recommendation for this week is I think that you should, uh, if you have the opportunity, check out a book by Michael Kupperman called um, Mark Twain's Autobiography, 1910 to 2010, uh, which is just a, a marvelously surreal uh, journey through a supposed uh, autobiographical text by Mark Twain, who... Uh, according to the book, faked his own death and is unable to die due to a wizard spell. And uh, he just goes through a century of activity. Um, and it seems like something that couldn't sustain 150 pages since it's 
almost all non sequitur, but it is just this marvelously interwoven piece of work. It's really, really funny and just, uh, just really cool. So I, I recommend that you check it out if you have the opportunity. Um, all right. So, uh, without further ado, um, here is, uh, Patrick Earls and I improvising to a suggestion from Mitra Jahari, and that suggestion is Dazzle. <laughs> oh, 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 man. Oh, oh I'm a sweaty mess. We should not skip work like this again. No, oh, come on. It was, this was great. People are going to find out. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's, it was a light day. We had a few drinks, and we put some quarters in the jukebox, and we had a good time. And we didn't hurt anybody. Who did we hurt? Nobody. You know, you're starting to corrupt me. <laughs> Come on. You've been in the office long enough. You learned yourself a little leeway. Everybody I, loves you. I know, Elizabeth. I tell you what, I think I earned it. I'm not promotion one of these two. yeah well <laughs> i think so i mean as long as we don't do this every day you your can boss, your boss talk about me oh who terry yeah yeah in only in positive terms and not too much so you know it's like oh yeah okay he's oh yeah that that bradshaw guy oh he seems like he's cut from the right kind of cloth i mean it's not my my performance at work i've been doing i did the charity 5k for him oh yeah together well you know People appreciate a great citizen. I know I do. <laughs> pick me up. Pick me up. <laughs> Whoa. Yes. Oh, seriously. Happy hour. We should take separate early. cabs back to the office. Oh, geez. Yeah. I guess we should put in a few more minutes at the end of the day. It just, you know, it'll just be one of those long lunches, huh? I mean, well, we can have occasionally. <laughs> I'd love to take you out, but I... Well, I, I, would love to go, I, take, I would love to go out. I take classes at night, culinary... Really? Yeah. You cook? I'm trying. My grandfather was a chef. Oh, my God. Chefs are so passionate. No wonder. No wonder you could... No wonder you could... You could keep yourself together after having so many. <laughs> I'm torn. If I get this promotion, I might have to give up my passion, which is cooking. No, don't give up your passion. Keep your passion. You and Do you want... Uh, what promotion are you? Are you going to be like a sales manager or uh, are you going HR? What? I don't even really know what you do. I just know they what your desk is. They it's want near... me on the road. Oh, ugh. I know. Yuck, road. Yeah, that. Can you imagine going from Best Western to Best Western? I can't even. I would hate it so much. I would hate it so much. Sometimes you miss, you miss your whole, you miss your bed. Yeah. I miss my. Oh, bed. I miss my bed. Yeah. <laughs> I love my bed. My bed's great. Wait, you want to work for Terry your whole life? Well, I mean, it's okay. I want to work for Terry for now. You know, I mean, he doesn't bat an eye when I take an occasional long lunch and come back to the office a little tipsy, (laughs) which I'm going to do today. You know, I mean, he demands, uh, I don't know, 40% effort. I mean, I do work. It's just I know I could do it much faster. All this running around, doesn't that make you tired? Yeah, but tired in a good way. I think. I don't know. I don't want to think about this stuff. I just want to think about dancing. Ooh, oh, 
I promise you, when I get my diploma... Feel like a woman. Oh! <laughs> well, when I get my get diploma, your diploma from culinary school, oh, right. I'll take you out dancing. Me and the rest of the class will all go out. Oh, well, I mean, I don't want to... I want to show you up. <laughs> I mean, eventually... Well, I mean, we're not even... I know. We haven't even had a date yet, but we could. I'd love to have a date. We've had a day date. Okay. I guess it would be inappropriate to treat it like one, though, huh? Yeah, you know, office politics as they are. Yeah. He probably, Terry would probably send me on the road just finding out about this, keep me away from you. Oh. I think he has something for No, me. all of his flirtations are just, he's just pent up. I mean, he is like 25 years older than I am. 20, well, no, let me think. Well, okay, he's probably eight years older than I am. He's, I think he's early 40s and I'm 32, so. But I'm a, a young looking 32, right? <laughs> You look great. Oh. <laughs> That's so nice of you to say. <laughs> he recruited me out of college. Really? At a job so, fair. What are you? The strong 27? Yeah, but age doesn't mean anything to me. Oh, no, good. It wasn't... It's, I went old. You don't look 32 anyway. You look younger than I do. <laughs> but I smoke a pack a day. Oh, it's going to kill you. I know. It's going to kill you, and it would, it would make you, you know... And it's her... The taste of food isn't the same anymore. Oh, yeah. It seems like that would be awful as a chef. I'm going to quit, for sure. You should quit. I don't know the best Let's make a though. deal. Okay. Shake my hand. Oh. Mm. I'm going to get close. Oh. Okay. What's the deal? The deal is, you've got to quit smoking. Okay? And if you quit smoking... I'm a terrible cook, but I do have an amazing bag. It sounds like... I think I've had a lot to drink. (laughs) I think maybe I went a little... It sounds like a a big life change just for a meal. Yeah. What? It seems like that's a lot of my life. I've been smoking for 10 years, and just for one meal, it doesn't seem like the best deal. I didn't think it out very well. I'm a little tipsy right now. I'm just... You had like three vodka gimlets. Yeah. Yeah, I did. And they go right to my head. All that juice. I sweat it all the time. I know, because you shook it. I love a man that's willing to dance. Mm. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm grinding on you. How do you get roped in with Terry anyway? Oh, well, I mean, I just bouncing from job to job, really. I've got an economics degree, but I don't really even know what that means, and I hate economics. So I just knew that uh, I was willing to work in an office. Um, And, you know, mostly what I do is uh, spreadsheets and some HR stuff. I guess you could. My role's not well defined. You could do worse than working for Terry. Yeah, no, Terry's great. Terry's fine. Terry's fine. Terry likes me. He flirts with me, but knows to keep his hands off uh, and let me, you know, gives, gives me plenty of rope with which to swing myself, you know, rather than hang. Like Jane. What? Like Jane. And I'm... Like, oh, you're in your Tarzan. Yeah. Are you... I'm getting such mixed signals because I I already realized, told I want to take you out after graduation. Okay, good. Let's do it. What kind of food do you like? Um, I like uh, anything that's really bready. With uh, maybe a tomato sauce. So I have to admit, my ideal meal would be a loaf of garlic bread with tomato sauce on it. 
but that sounds so gross when I say it out loud. It sounds like a pizza with no cheese. Oh yeah, I guess that is what it sounds like. Yeah, except I won't want it crusty. You know what I mean? Well, no, I guess it would be. Do you want undercooked bread? No. I okay. I want the exterior of the. Here's what I want. I don't want it to be even. I'm trying to conceptualize this in my head. Okay, well, just picture a loaf of garlic bread with tomato sauce on it because. The thing about a pizza is that the crust is is even. It's the same quality all the way through. But the thing about garlic bread is it's crusty on the outside and spongy and buttery and garlicky on the inside. And, then you just want and I had take... the impulse to say just like me there, but I don't know how that's just like me at all. I'm just. You let me compliment you. Okay, <laughs> go. Oh, you want it now? Yes, please. If you have. Oh. <laughs> Nothing springs to mind in Oh, no, no, no. I wanted to make it special. Oh, okay. Make I it think special. you have the intimate soul of a top-class Italian chef. And... Oh, oh, yeah? Okay. Your eyes are like... You are going to culinary school. <laughs> you really are. My degree was, really? uh, yeah, I wasn't in linguistics. No. <laughs> I don't even know if I'm using that word right. No, I think you are. Probably. I don't know. No, I really like you, Elizabeth. I, I, it's just, you You know, it's, I really like I've had too many to drink, too. That's probably why. Oh, and you get, it. you get, yeah. okay, so now we see how we both are. I get a little loose, and you get a little closed up. Right? Yeah. Or are you? I don't know. It's hard for me to tell what's going on. <sighs> I'm the one. I think you need to lead this dance. I'm, oh. I've never had a inner office. Romance? Is that what this Entanglement? Is? is that what you're going to say? Entanglement? I don't know. Look, I just want to have a Do little bit of self-sabotage? fun. self-sabotage? Do you think I'm dating, going after you? So I won't be sent on the road. I won't get this promotion, so I'll continue to cook. Well, I don't want to be a trap or a mistake. I just want us to have a little good time. I well, yeah, but I don't want to be an inanimate object that you decide to use as a trap or a mistake either. <laughs> I mean, what do you want? You do you want like... to go on the road? Absolutely not. I well, then, don't go on the road and let's make our mistakes. Can I trust you? You won't share any of this with Terry. He doesn't even know I'm in cooking school. Oh, really? Jeez. Well, I will do my best not to let my lips flap. Yeah, you don't seem like a gossip. No, I'm not. But I am incautious with information at times. <sighs> it's gotten me in a, a, a more than a few pickles. You're the key bearer of all the information with this company. Yeah, well, you know, it's because it's easy to talk to me and it doesn't seem like I'm a threat to anyone. Tell me something. I'm a threat to nobody. I'm just a threat that a party will break out. You're this, you're this like a dish in a... Yeah. I'm a dish. That's right. Yeah. Best a dish best served. Oh no, I guess hot. Piping hot. But that would be most dishes. I would think would be best served hot. And with garlic and a big spoonful of tomato sauce. Oh yes, please. Mm. Is there any way that you could maybe spend a little bit of time thinking about how um, you could uh, make something like that that wouldn't sound so disgusting? Because it is my perfect meal, but when I say it out loud, I'm like, that is gross. I'm a monster. Am I a monster? I'm not a monster, no. am I? How often do you say that out loud? Mm, almost every people time. See, do you every tell time you like that meal, or do you? Yeah. Or do you just eat it in front of people a lot? 
I've never eaten it because I can't get over what people would think about me if I actually... It would have to be a really bad day. I would have to have the worst possible day that I could have ever, ever, ever had. And then I would break down and say, you know, I deserve this. I don't care what anyone thinks anymore. Let me just slip this loaf of garlic bread into the oven and open up this this jar of Prego and then go to town. The 30s are about yourself. Your 40s are about other people, but the 30s are about you. Yeah, I guess so. I don't even like to think about me being in my 30s. I don't like to think about age. I just like to think about the party and how I'm trying to keep it going. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Oh, okay, I'm swinging... I'm just swinging wildly. My chain. In between, I had too much. My chain. What? But Oh, yeah, your chain, right, and your Tarzan. Huh, but I feel like the animal. I'm like cheetah. I'm gonna get... I'm gonna, the monkey? I'm a monkey person. I'm gonna get in that cab, but if you'd like, I can take down those empty breadstick boxes on my way down and throw them in the trash. Uh, yeah, okay. Sounds good, and that, I guess I'll get a cab, too, because we're... Keeping whatever this is secret. Entanglement. Disentanglement. I have a really good feeling about all the positive things this is going to bring both of us. I like your eyes when you cry. I cry a lot. (laughs) I'm just going to kiss your hand. Oh. Oh. There's more where that came from. I'll see you at the office. I'm gonna be okay. No, I'm probably just gonna get get an ice cream sandwich. (laughs) I can. can, No, go. Just go. Alright. I think I'm falling for you. I'll see you at (laughs) work. And that's our time. (laughs) I'm sorry that this fell out. Oh no, it's nothing important. It's it's a little nervous. That's just a tie. A, a tie. The cats like want to scratch up Mary Lynn's nice chairs, so that's why there's all these little bits of rope and stuff, so that they scratch that instead. Oh man, uh, I, I well, I, I I really enjoyed that just because I I think there, there's something about these and where I do them where like the opportunity to have it be sort of like florid 1950s soap opera <laughs> drama like really brings something out of Radio me. plays. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, and I think that, you know, it was, I really, I liked how it boiled down really rapidly to sort of just this relationship and like f- figuring out what, what it was and then having the opportunity to just be sort of a crazy person was yeah. nice, you know, like a crazy person where I wasn't, and it's it was really fun for me because I got to be a crazy person whose motivations I understood. You know, like I was I realized that I was making crazy choices and stuff, but it was just because I had reasons for doing it all. And it's really fun to live in like the skin of somebody like that in that scene. And admittedly, like going into it in the beginning, I was just thinking, well, like dazzle. I was like, oh, it'll be like it's. It put me in the idea of like being in like a club, you know. Yeah, and, like, you said sweaty. You know, yeah, sweaty yeah, yeah. I just pictured like tumbling out of a club and us being like, I don't know. I thought, I thought initially, I was thinking maybe we would just be like a pair of guy friends that went out to a rave, you know. <laughs> and like, that's. I, th- I mean, it's like 
that which would have been I'm sure it, you know it would have been a different scene it would have been fine but immediately having us be coworkers on like a long lunch and yeah. you and you interpreting me as a woman and then me getting to be sort of like that it was nice to put myself in those shoes because I've got a lot of friends I think who are at, in this place in their lives where they are more together than that but I've, I've got a lot of friends who are a little bit younger than me who are all crossing this cusp of being in their 30s and it's making them like a little cr- so like, they're, it's yeah. making them feel crazy and they're living perfectly normal lives where they're not being crazy people you know and but they're feeling that like the almost like that turn of millennium anxiety that's making them feel like maybe they're acting that way and mm-hmm. so to actually be someone who was letting that like impact their life to that degree? So this character's like, like, she's in her thirties and doesn't know going one way or another. This is all right to like have this tryst. Yeah, yeah, before. yeah. Like it so was this whole my do this and what am I doing? Like and all this thoughts running through her head. Like, yeah, yeah. Really see it it was so time. fun was to like, succumb to that level of like I'm gonna you know like I I should be my life has maybe not worked out in any way that I had once pictured it to work out, but it's working out this way. And so I'm, I'm going to claim that it's fun and it's a party and I'm going to let it roll. (laughs) But really at the core of it is a great deal of not necessarily sadness, but anxiety, you know, I've seen a lot of it. The end of it was awesome because your breakdown was over that, your little adult whose favorite food is like blood and <laughs> tomato sauce and that's a 12-year-old. Well, I just, I really like that. Show, the, I mean, the, 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 I think there was a lot of like really interesting things going on with that, the guy that you're playing too where he's like, he, obviously he's a young hotshot at the office where things are going really well for him but he also has this other thing that he's doing. Like, it, it, it was very easy to allow myself to feel all kinds of things next to this guy who is like completely collected and like has everything going for him and has all options, you know, where it seems like you, you're, you're positioned to be completely successful at a career, but you also have a dream that is a family history thing that you're doing, that you're doing and doing well at. And maybe you have like a little bit of wonder over like what happens next, like the, Oh, I'm being promoted too fast. I don't want to go on the road. It could interfere with this thing, but it's like you're rich with options. And I'm, I was at a place where I'm just like, I don't even know what my options are or if I have any. I'm just tumbling through this thing and acting like it's a nonstop party. But yeah, you know. I think I didn't decide early enough whether I was like, down to party all the time. Or, uh, <laughs> uh, no, if I no, I'm sorry. If I, if I liked you a lot, or yeah. if I was just doing that, like having sex with you. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, it was I just, didn't know really get just, to, to that place where it's like, who was my character? Like, does he want to just be like, what's his? Well, deal? I feel like you didn't know. You know, yeah. like you didn't know, and I feel like that's really kind of okay because it was that it it fed my craziness. You know, where it was like. There, because you obviously you'd come and you danced and you'd hung out and you'd blown out your afternoon, but like I still couldn't tell if you're digging me really or not. Like how far down a party you were. If you're just like <laughs> I'm doing this because it will be a fun afternoon and I need to blow off some steam and I'm worried about some stuff at work, or like, hey, I'm down the party specifically <laughs> with this person and like I couldn't read that and 
I think maybe because you, you, you hadn't made that decision, but I think it was actually apropos to the scene because what I got from it was like, like I didn't know. I, I, I really didn't know as my character I didn't know. And that was what was making me, em, like, emboldening me to be like, so, let, why don't I t- tell you about my bed? <laughs> and, like, so many, why don't you yeah. want to go to my bed? It was just because I was like, there, it, you, dri- you really had driven me crazy to the point of just really being out way out there like going way too far past the point of being able to step back from it <laughs> to be like definitely oh, I loved all your details because everything like state economics but I don't know any I don't know what that means and then you just had this whole you just picture this girl from 18 to 32 just screwing up every year right, right. office job to office job but still dancing on a, th- a Thursday afternoon drinking vodka gimlet <laughs> yeah <laughs> well that's a, I, was, I think there was a lot of like really rich details I like te- the, the idea of Terry and then the fact that I'm drinking vodka gimlets one of my one of my aunts is like her her drink is a gimlet and I think I just read about them lately. It is vodka and lime juice. Yeah, right? it's like juice. It's like some sort of juice and alcohol. It's like yeah. it's, it's just like uh, it's the perfect. And it also has she has access to the spreadsheets. Yeah. And whatever <laughs> this company is, like yeah. she's kind of knows everything the inner workings. Yeah, like one of those people that is like I mean, just the idea of be it, it's almost like the only thing she has is her party. You know, and it, it's made her, it's, I've, I've had, I've made plenty of mistakes that I've paid for, but at the same time it has brought me access to information and like secured me a position, even though it's like, I, I'm admitting that I'm not very good at my job. <laughs> you know? that's, so. that's cool that you brought other people you know who's that kind of early thirties age yeah. debate yeah. as you kind of brought that to yeah. this. Like, yeah, well, I think that's something that I, 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 I really like to, I like to do, you know, like if I have the opportunity to sort of like open a, like a sympathetic channel of emotion, you know, where I, I'm just sort of like, if I see the way that somebody has been feeling about something, you know, like being empathetic about stuff and maybe it's right. not, you know, it's not really how I feel about my life, but if I have enough empathy to understand the conditions that would make someone feel something about their life and then just kind of move those pieces around yeah. and, and then take it on myself and sort of be like, well, if I accepted these things as true, if I felt these ways, like if I said, this is how, this is what my emotional outlook on life is. I can do this, you know, I can, I can, then it's, I don't have to think about it. There's no mechanism right. to how you play. It's just, you're like, these are the things you believe. And so you just approach it. That and way. I think it's because you actually in real life have empathy for those people that you aren't really mocking anything. Oh about yeah, them. absolutely you not. Yeah. You're kind of like feeling like, what would it be like if I was in their yeah. shoes? Like, yeah. I'm not yeah. going to make their mind like, Burnout, like yeah, because like, it's yeah, it's like that's I don't you actually I, care about them and yeah, absolutely say, oh, well, yeah. I I think that you know there there's there's it, within comedy there's an opportunity to be for a lot of glib cruelty yeah. you know where like you you where where people can do that where they can sort of say oh this person is an object of mockery or like 
they, they this is how they've fucked up and so why they're not let let's let's examine how they don't have worth through the way that I play you know and it's sort of like I don't everybody's should have some worth because I, you know I think I mean I just think about my own life and like that I have I have made mistakes in things I've not handled things perfectly well I've not treated everyone that I know the way that they should be treated you know like I've 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 been a I have not been the the maximum person that I want to be and mm-hmm. everybody has that capacity but like I I believe in people trying to do their their best you know like I don't I think it's rare for there to I, I think true like malice is very rare I think a lot of the evil things that people do are motivated by personal pain. Yeah. And so I'd rather kind of like uh, try and understand that and like, you know, be work through it a little bit, <laughs> you know, sort of I'm like, finding, like getting out. I'm like getting out of that age, my middle twenties where it's like, you're so far gone from college and that yeah. selfish time of your life where it's like me, me, me all the time. That I'm like, it's much happier. Like being a, a more selfless person. Like you just feel yeah. a bit more yeah. joy from like, having friends and being nice to them and yeah yeah nice to you back it's just well the 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 benefit of being like part of a community you know or like just not 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 having to live in a way that is just so fucking like protective of your space you know it's like like allowing yourself the capacity to be hurt you know and just be like okay somebody might hurt my feelings or I, I may be in a position of like of of being hurt by things, but like it's, you know, it's, it's understanding where that comes from, you know, and, and trying not to live in a space of revenge or, or rebounding cruelty, you know, like taking, making a choice to be like, I, I'll try and make things be a little bit better. And, um, going back to what you're saying about, empathy I, I've kind of been doing like a mental checklist of like what kind of works when you're playing like down and out people what kind oh of, yeah so yeah I was like I think it was a show I did a couple of weeks ago and there's homeless was some part of the suggestion and one of the games was there's free drinks at this bar at someone's retirement party and I came in as like a homeless guy because there's free drinks and then I got no laughs and I was like you know what well, I, I, I have nothing like that's, that's so shitty that I'm just I'm playing a homeless guy who obviously has issues and I just go to the place where there's free drinks. It's like, maybe be a homeless guy but have him do like something bold or... Yeah, well, you know, but I mean, the thing, I, I think that too, it's 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 a funny notion because I think that that is motivated from something where, like, the, I think there's an, an external motivation for doing something like that and an internal motivation for doing something like that. And I, I think it's almost okay, like, in any situation where to not necessarily, to not get to not have laughs happen over something if you're if you're doing it for the for the purposes of discovery you mm-hmm. know like that to me is like a really interesting idea you know like being because you know homeless homelessness is driven by a, a lot by addiction and mental issues you mm-hmm. know and so you know i, I if that is what what we've been given as a suggestion for a show, like whether if, whether 
whether the person suggesting it was like being scornful or not, that that doesn't dictate our attitude towards it, right? So like, um, n- b- settling into it and being like, I'm a ho- I'm a homeless person and I'm homeless and I'm on the street because I have addiction issues that I have not yet worked out. Then the idea of 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 going to a retirement <laughs> thing because you're looking to get looking to score free drinks, I think is like. If the if your motivation is by being I am this and this is what I want, then I think that you know that I think that could really work because if you're if it's you, then you'll if you really take it on as you, there's that the initial hit of that situation. But as soon as people start treating you like if anyone starts to treat you with cruelty, you immediately have, as long as you're not treating yourself with cruelty, you immediately have that opportunity to be like, look, I'm really embarrassed about this, but I just, you know, I'm, I'm still a human being. And I know people with congratulations on your career. (laughs) You know, like if you take, you know, you can really take that angle to it. And if you like, just know, I know someone with people with alcohol issues. Yeah. Like, so you just kind of take, how would you feel if like yeah what if i what if i had to contend with this thing you know and it's you know i mean and i mean i, I know that we're that we're nominally operating in a place of comedy but you know i i don't know i think the thing that is rewarding to me is not is not the notion of like pursuing improvising comedy like written comedy where mm-hmm. it's like okay i'm going to take these things apart and I, i'm going to lay them all out and figure out how they lock together to produce a humorous situation. I think that, you know, what what we're doing is we're trying to to communicate with each other. You know, we're really trying to have a communal experience in the in a moment that has the, the has the liveliness, the vivaciousness of 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 spontaneous interaction. You know, mm-hmm. and I, I think that takes a different kind of discipline than like what is funny. It takes what is what is human, you know? And I think that a lot, like it winds up, it winds up being funny because it's fun to do. And if we approach it with joy, then, then the joy reads, you know, Mm -hmm. people see it and are like laugh because of the unusual situations that happen and the things that tumble out. But really I think the, the, when you boil it all down, the kernel that is really happening is that we're celebrating like the, the travails and the wonder and like the the challenge of living life as a human being, you know, and like just whatever falls. And out I think of that, the audience funny. also likes seeing characters with re- real redeemable qualities. Yeah, like, redeemable. Yeah, yeah. Someone who starts out was kind of despicable. So I think it's probably the job of the whole team to try to by the end. Make yeah, this person. yeah, yeah. Or get everyone in the show or make them somehow redeemable at the end. Yeah, yeah. And not like, and, and not for the sake of com- like pushing a comedy button, crush those people that are already being crushed. You mm-hmm. know, it's like, I mean, we're, we're trying to do that. We're, I feel like we're trying to, you know, activate empathy and pathos and sympathy and like all these emotional things you know, at its core, really emotional stuff that make, you know, that's, that, that produces like laughs, but not laughs because it's a meticulously crafted intellectual joke. We don't have, it's, yeah. it's, it's not the right form for that. <laughs> you know, it's the, it's the, 
it's the it's the create it's the creative process on display and the creative process is like you know about inspiration and feeling not like you know terminator style <laughs> like perfect perfect perfectly assembled comedy i think i don't know i sorry that was just a huge I, it's like i turned our opportunity to talk about the scene into like my rant on what i believe you know like hopefully my, we'll uh, my ethic my overall ethics of this whole thing you know get a lot of hits yeah <laughs> hopefully we'll get a lot well you know, you've been you've been a prince about supporting the podcast so i know oh, that you're listening I, I think it's um it's one of the one because there's a lot of podcasts around it's like you actually are very engaging because you your guest you're so like you're so into the finding out their thoughts or kind yeah. of talking with them where it's not you're not trying to be like podcast where you hear people like what's this with the news let's talk about like whatever we saw on tv the other night it's kind of like you're actually interested in what the person sitting here like has to say yeah oh i want to know i mean because i'm never gonna have matt a like all I can do is try and increase my my understanding of this process that I love and the way that I'm going to do that, the way that I'm going to increase my understanding of a communal process is by having a community and listening to what people think so that I can, so I can steal thoughts. I'm stealing, stealing and absorbing thoughts from people. Yeah, so no matter what the subject is, it's, it's very listenable for me because it's, enga- it's this engaging, like back, like back and forth, actually talking about things that you might not say at a bar. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Really cool. Yeah, it's a good. Well, that's awesome. Well, thanks. And hopefully, you know, yeah. Hopefully, I don't didn't didn't steamroll the conversation so so, so much. That was great. Good. Awesome. Appreciate it. It Yeah. Oh, uh, thanks, Patrick. Appreciate it. Thanks. Anything? uh, The dog went off. Is there anything else you want to? No, I appreciate it. It was really fun. I can't wait to uh, beat myself up. (laughs) It's. Um, I understand that impulse. Um, I'm gonna guess that it will feel better than you think it will. Well. So, thanks again for doing it. I appreciate it.